Well, good evening and welcome. This is Andel Banks, host of Wish Upon a Star. Wish Upon a Star is a dynamic radio program spotlighting talent in the arts arena with discussions of the challenges and some advice in making it in the visual, musical, literary, painting, and performing arts. As a unique part of the show, we will interview professional guests, experts in the fields of community development programs, entertainment law, copywriting, studio recording, publishing, and promoters. Our guest today, ladies and gentlemen, sums up another passion, and this passion is a little different. It is about when you sit around and ask the question, and I have an idea that I want to open a small business. So the question is, so you have no money, but you have a business idea. If you want to start a business with no money, hmm, don't worry, you're not alone. But for most aspiring entrepreneurs, getting hold of the much-needed capital is usually the biggest challenge. Lack of funds, however, should not deter you from pursuing your entrepreneurial dream. You just need to have confidence in your ideas, a passion for your dream, dedication, persistence, and consistency, and with a clear vision about how you're going to execute it. Once you have that covered, getting the funds to support your dream may not be as difficult as it seems. Our guest today is Frida Shepard, Arrington, chef, caterer, entrepreneur of Ethnicity Caterers, her biography. She says, my name is Frida Arrington, formerly Frida Shepard. My first husband passed, and from that union, four children were born, Corita, Curtis, Kareem, and Karan. And a beautiful blending of children came with my current husband, Calvin Arrington whose names were R. Amajah, Kamaya, and Calvin Jr. Frida attended Cecil Elementary School. She graduated from Dunbar High School. After graduating, Frida obtained her EMT license. She continued her education by attending the Community College of Baltimore, where she obtained an associate's degree in business administration. But that not being enough for Frida, she advanced her education by moving up the ladder, transferring to the University of Baltimore, thereby graduating with a bachelor's degree. Frida does not consider learning to have a stopping point either, and is currently contemplating pursuing a master's degree in mental health. Switching gears in 2001, Frida launched her catering business, Ethnicity Catering. She states, having a desire to always work with food, I started out cleaning chickens for my mother, Mrs. Judy, when she used to sell dinners. I also used to sell cookies 
and brownies to anyone who got off the bus near my neighborhood. Whatever cookies and brownies I had left over, I would take to church on Sunday, and my late pastor would buy all of them. Well, welcome to the show, Frida. <laughs> Hi, everyone. I just want to say that's a great profit margin strategy you had there. Thank you so much. We're going to start off right from the beginning, I guess. Like I said, this is a new type of business that a lot of people may think it has a lot of more intricate things in it because you're working with food. We all like to go to restaurants and being catered to has a nice ring to it because I know I love restaurants. And that's what you think of, being served. But what do you like most about the catering business part of it, Frida? Well, what I love the most is just being able to provide provide delicious food and excellent service to all my clients and their guests. I get excited when everyone is happy and when everyone comes up and say, that was so good. Oh, my goodness. Can I have a card? Um, I cook with a lot of love, and so the love shows when I do my events as well. Oh, that's great. Of course, that's number one anyway. Yes. Restaurants, mostly, you see them everywhere. They taunt because the competition is great because a lot of people are eating out now. They taunt their customers with their one-of-a-kind service dishes, prices, atmosphere. However, as a caterer, you don't have a stationary place. So what are some of your dishes you enjoy making? Well, I enjoy making any and everything that the client wishes. Even if my website don't have what um, they want, they'll tell me. And I will make sure I can make it for them. Um, so I try to make it um, pretty good for everyone. However, one of my most, some of my most um, wanted meals is my macaroni and cheese, um, lasagna from vegetarian to um, lobster style or shrimp or just a regular old-fashioned macaroni and cheese, lamb chops. And I have a new pie out called The Split Decision. And it's like a sweet potato banana pudding pie. You can't think too deep. It don't require no bananas. But it's a big hit at every family function. And um, it's absolutely amazing. I have to get okay, one to go- you. Oh, that sounds good. We're going to go over that again later on. <laughs> <laughs> so rather than just simply keep on asking you questions about ethnicity catering, tell our audience your story and what the business provides. And then you can just continue with that is how you get start, got started. Okay. So um, I enjoy cooking, just as you said earlier. I started around 8 or 9 with my mom. She had me cleaning chickens. And even now when I clean a chicken or a turkey, they say, look, it's too much now. I really get down to the grind of it. Um, so I started baking and doing different things in my community and um, selling my little cookies and brownies. And sometimes I would just give them away for free to neighborhood children. Um, so when I started Ethnicity Catering in March of 2001, I just had a big um, grand opening. I did like a dinner style and, you know, we sold dinners and had fellowship where people can sit down and eat their dinner, go over the website, show them different things that we are doing, as well as giving back to the community. Um, most of my business came through word of mouth when I first started. 
which I think was pretty good because people had a chance to say, that's good, try this person. And even now to this day, I guess 16, 17 years later, it's still um, word of mouth type of business, you know. Um, so my catering, it definitely provides a drop-off and full-service um, catering at the choice of your location. We have catered from one person to 500 guests at one time. Um, we do decorations, provide entertainment. Um, of course, the delicious food. We have event coordinators, professional staff. We can do any and everything that you need. We can put everything together where you just come beautifully dressed and ready to have a good time and then leave. We even do the cleanup. Um, so I like to think about our catering as a one-stop shop. You tell us what you want. You tell us exactly what you need, and we get it done. And we have simple to elegant um, decorations that we do as well. So just some of the stuff that's required, you know, if anyone is interested in getting into catering, because I'm the type of person that I like to tell people how to start a business because it's important that we help one another. It's not um, good to just keep it all to yourself. So, of course, you have to get your license from the health department, um, location to prepare and cook your food, um, your food service permit, insurance, target market if you, you know, definitely have that. Get your website and figure out the names of how you're going to get your information out. And the good thing about catering, once you have all your supplies and different things and have everything in place, it pays for itself. You get the person to do the contract. You write it up. They put their deposit down. You pay for their things. So it's a, it's a more, um, more simple type of process to get into if you were interested in getting into catering. Oh, that, yeah, that's very uh, interesting and informative. Uh, we can go a little more into that since I've been in business, you've been in business, and we know sometimes how much it takes. And like I said at the very beginning, you've got to have that because your passion, you've got to have that dedication, persistence, and consistency. As an yes. interjecting point, uh, like I said, this is an episode on we don't have any money, but we want to start a small business. So sometimes you don't have have a lot of money because you have that dedication. What about keeping a premium yes. job if you're working? What do you think about that? You can do it. It can happen. Like I have a I have a um, full-time job. I'm with the Baltimore City Police Department, and I work full-time, and I do my catering on the side. Um, when I retire, I plan on getting a, a larger catering hall. Um, and do that full time, you know, but you can get things done if you are dedicated, like you said, and focus on what you want. Things can happen for you. Okay, you've got the business idea. You had the business idea of what you wanted to do. Because first of all, your passion was you like to cook. I knew uh, when I started housekeeping, I baked a cake, and it was terrible. I gave it to the children in the neighborhood. They said, thank you so much, but I knew it was terrible. <laughs> But they ate it anyway, because I know because I right. had too much sugar there, so it never. <laughs> so I knew that wasn't my passion. So I forgot about that. So you right. work on your business idea. So how would you start on that? Let them know, our audience know, Frida. You got you got the idea, but you got to work on your business idea. What about that? Yes. As far as the um, the business idea, you just have to say, you know what? Is this what I want to do? You know, and 
when you say this is what I want to do, you'll know it in your heart. For me, most of the time, I, well, all the time, I'll go to God and say, God, what is it that you want me to do? Or I'll say, this is what I want to do. And trust and believe God will give you that answer and say, ah, this may be for you. Or he say, nah, not yet. Or he might let you try it and just see. So I always go to our father just to ask him, what should I do? And um, saying that, you know, be willing to take a risk. If you are interested in becoming a business owner, be willing to take a risk. Um, as for me, catering, if you are very passionate about people, that's number one, because you're going to be mm-hmm. dealing with people all the time. And, you know, you have all types of different um, personalities out there, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. So you have to be willing to deal with each and every different type of person. You know, I've been up against so many different type of personalities and most of my outcomes. I could say 95% of my outcomes been very good, you know. So, um, and also just be able to handle stress. Sometimes you might have that um, big, big catering job or whatever type of business that you're trying to pursue and stress going to come with it because you might be nervous or whatever it may be. But be able to handle that and know how to um, get your stress level back down. Um, so number one, like I said, being a people person is a must. Have a good attitude is a must. Um, hard worker is a must. Multitasking is a must because you might have to do three different things at one different time. You know, so multitasking is definitely big. Respect for everyone is a must. You want to come across so many different people and so many different personalities. And if you have these qualities, I know you can make it, you know, as catering or whatever business that you choose to do. Very good advice. Again, we're going to go over that, too, because I'm writing these little points down that you're saying. And I certainly agree with you. But in the sense of asking God, God already told me, girl, I'm going to give you this gift. You better do something with it. Yes. (laughs) And I'm an artist. (laughs) So he already gave me the gift, but it, it was ironic because my parents found out I could draw when I was in kindergarten. But right. as I grew up, I wanted to go into business, and it's funny how that worked out. I got a business degree, accounting degree, and then I went into the business and I opened up a gallery. And, and it worked wow. together. You see, That's it amazing. all worked together. Yeah, so you're absolutely right at everything that you said. Of course, I like people, you know, and, yes. and the stress and the attitude and everything was there. Again, yes. like I said, with your business, that is a very hard business because there's so many things you got to worry about the state, you got to worry about uh, human rights, you got to worry about making sure that it's sanitary and when you're dealing with food. Now, again, you got to think about your competition. Mm-hmm. How did you analyze, or maybe tell our audience or anybody else, that you must analyze your market and your challenges? Is that right? Yes. Yes. So, you know, it's, you know, it's definitely a lot of competition out there as far as um, yeah. with, with catering. You know, you have so many different foods and um, different things and things people want. So I just try to be confident in what I do. Um, mm-hmm. I'll take my business. Um, sometimes I might go and just throw a big food tasting, you know. Sometimes you might just have to put up that extra um, money to have those things. 
you know, for weddings and things like that, you'll throw a food tasting and have people come in and try you out and see what they like. Um, and if you get one or two people from that event, that's a plus. You know, so it's going to be it's going to be competition out there, but that should not stop you or hold you back. And that's why I say you have to have that mindset and be ready to go. The mind is everything. And if you let mm-hmm. that mind focus on, you're not going to make it. There's too many people out there for for you to get into this business. You won't make it. But if you had that mindset to say, I'm going to do this. This is what yep. I enjoy doing. Regardless of who got the competition, I want to try mine. Mine's different. My salmon fish may taste better. My decorations may be a little different. And if they don't choose you, it's okay. You tell them the job and you keep it moving. Because guess what? God may not have that job for you. He may have another job for you to do. So it's okay. And if you have that mindset and say, I'm going to try for the next job. I'm going to try for the next job. And just don't give up, you know. Um, And that's that's the best advice I can tell them because there's going to be competition out there. I can remember I used to have a carryout um, back five, six years ago, and it was on Monument Street. And I had lots of competition, you know. But when people came into my um, establishment, you know, I had beautiful pictures, um, gospel sayings, lots of positive um, writings on the wall. The food yeah. was good. I even fed kids in the neighborhood. But it was okay. I didn't stay there too long. You know, me and the boss, you know, didn't see eye to eye. But it was a great experience to know that um, that was something that I can do. And I didn't back down because of the other com- competitors. Absolutely. Absolutely. And like you said, you went on at the end. A lot of people don't realize that success can be small as long as you do it well. You may yes, not have to have exactly. a great big restaurant, but that success is there because you stuck with it. I'm going yes, to talk about the remember you. aspect, Frida. And the next aspect. Let me say it again. I said, I'm going to start off with this next aspect of having a small business. I had to open up a gallery because that was my passion. And I first I had a little small area in the uh, office building. I, I don't think the place was no bigger than 8 by 10 <laughs> where I did all of right. my paintings. And I would stay on weekends, Friday, Thursday, and Sunday to do paintings. So I said, I'm going to have an opening. And I had the opening at the forum. I'll never forget it. did very well. Then I said, well, I need a larger space. But in that, my question is, you got to have money. Your required money starts with your business. So what I did was, when I bought a home, I split it down the middle, meaning that if the home was $250,000, I invested part of the money that I was going to use for the home and went and got a gallery. How do you think a person should manage that? So far as we know, you require money to start your business. Yes. So how much and do so, you really think you need? How would you evaluate that? Okay. So, like, it all depends on what business you're starting. Um, when I think about my business, as far as the catering, um, like the catering license, that runs up to $600. And then your food safe card, you know, classes, mm-hmm. that can run a good $300. You have to have your location. You're paying rent there, you know, to prepare your food. So that can right. run... Um, that can run anywhere from 500 to $1,000 a month. It all depends on what location you have. You know, um, then you have to get your supplies, your catering equipment, your shaping trays, you know, all of those different supplies. Um, so 
it takes a lot of dedication for that. You can either get a loan or like what I did, I just started out prior to me launching my business, I started buying things that I needed for my business. I started saving money and um, different things like that. And I also asked my family. I would give little dinners um, prior to and take those earnings and save it towards my business because I knew I would um, need it. And then also I would use, you know, any extra tax money I may have had. And that's how I started my business. And I started very small, um, you know, getting those resources that I needed. But it's a lot more that people can do. They have so many different things at their hands. Like you said, if you own a home, you can get equity if you if you feel passionate about it and super strong about what you want to do. Um, so as many avenues that you can take. So a word of advice is to try to have, um, you know, keep up on your bills and things like that because you may need to go and get a small loan, a small business loan um, through the SDA or anything like that. Okay, what I'm going to do right now is take a little break. I had a little problem with my throat because of the weather changing so much. So I'm going to go get some water, and we'll be back in 30 seconds, okay? Okay. Yes, ma'am. Let's get loose. This trick. Yeah. That, that, that. What up, y'all? I just came yeah. to your city to serve us up. What up? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Show me love. Show me love. Hi. Uh, hop off the plane to a new show what up? And all the shorties, they be waiting on me Thugs packing they pistols But ain't nobody aiming on me Got a pocket full of fresh dough So you know I gotta bake it, homie And I'm thankful Get whatever you want Hello and welcome back to Wish Upon a Star I'm your host and our thanks. I want to say thank you for listening. And you're listening on the broadcast at www.bbsradio.com, Station 1. You can listen to any of our other previous broadcasts in the archive link on the show page at bbsradio.com forward slash wish upon a star archives. We also welcome comments at email, musicradio34 at gmail.com. Again, any comments or suggestions, you can email us at musicradio34 at gmail.com. You can also streamline the broadcast on any of our 50 affiliate stations at https forward slash bbsradio.com forward slash affiliate partners. We're going to return back to our broadcast and questions with Frida Shepard Errington, chef, caterer, and entrepreneur of ethnicity caterers. Now, when we left off, Frida, we were talking about starting your business, a small business, and what are some of the things that you actually needed? And once we ended with, we said about money. We needed some money. And how do we get that money? And you had given some ideas if you don't want to make a loan, you know, you can just ask people. Now, once we've got the loan, we're starting our business, what about working and networking with people, like in your business? Have, oh, how that's have it. you found that to be? I found that to be very good. Um, oh, okay. Networking and talking to people um, is definitely a must. You know, sometimes I will go 
um, to different events. And the first thing they'll say is, do you have a card? And I give them a card. Um, and they'll go into detail about maybe what they're doing, what I'm doing, and then we wind up getting a business deal at the end sometimes. You know, so definitely networking um, is a plus, especially for caterers, because every event evolves around food. Everybody want to eat. Yeah. Everybody want to munch. So, you know, it's a good thing to definitely um, network, talk, and have your business cards available at all times. You can be on the elevator and just start talking. Because I'm a talkative person. So I'll be like, hey, how you doing? You know, and then they'll get to saying how they doing, and we want to talk. Like, hey, can I give you a business card? You know, and this is what I do. You know, so I even carry some flyers around, like the upcoming craft piece I have going. I carry some, and I might get to talk and say, "Hey, what you doing in August?" And they say, "You know what? This sounds good." And what I do at my um, even at my annual craft piece, I have it where though businesses can come, but some businesses may not want to give a luncheon at work or you know, little things mm-hmm. aside, they can come get a table at the crafties and we'll have it highlighted that this business is here and that they are having a business function. But they don't mm-hmm. have to bring anything with them. They just come and have a good time. We pro- provide them with a little cake for the business and let everyone know that they are appreciated. And that's how we network as well. And them businesses tell other businesses. So we try right. to be a little networking through that way as well. There's so many ways that you can network and talk to people. Social media is very big. Um, you know, a lot of people put their postings and different pictures of food and different businesses on social media. So that has been very big as well. So so many ways um, to get your business out there and to also get the funding you need. It's all about um, communicating. Exactly. I, being an artist, I was like an introvert. You might say. I wasn't introvert, but because being an artist is a concentration factor more so than a talking factor. So when I start doing music, which is jazz, I'm a jazz DJ, I had to start opening up a little bit to people. Now, like you say, sometimes you can't stop talking because people always want to talk to you all the time, and I really don't want to talk. (laughs) 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 So now I had to get out of that habit, you know. Um, right, right. Well, you are doing wonderful. Right. My sister, when we used to go out, my sister said, she ain't going to say nothing to you. <laughs> <laughs> so the oh, networking with people, I really had to get into it, only because of the fact I was an artist, not because I was, you know. And then I became a motivation figure. I'm shocked at myself. <laughs> wow. And I'm doing the radio amazing. show because I never was a talker. I like and people how God changed day. that. <laughs> but after, so when you're saying networking with people and you can, and I was going to ask you about social media and all that. I was on social media, but then I got off and they only do it just a little bit because it got a little too much for me. What about right. the fact, okay, you got your business and everything, but you need help. You always need help. How have you found that to be, having a staff and having the right people? Because I have an episode with something about that as well. So the next leg of the networking with people is the people that you have on your staff. Right. And the people I have on my staff, they are really good people. Um, and they've been okay. with me since since the start of my business. And I can oh, wow. say probably out of all the people, I probably had to let one go. 
Um, But it's very important, even with your staff, because they are a reflection of you. You know, so I try to train my staff um, to let them know exactly how I want things done. My mom tells me that when I'm doing my catering, she says when I'm doing my catering, um, do not talk to her. You know, talk to her is all business. She said after everyone has been served, then she brings it. She brings it back down. <laughs> okay. So I was like, I'm really serious about you know getting there on time, being looking sharp in your outfit, you know, fingernails nice and clean, you nice and groomed, right. um, your hair nuts. It's like all those things are a must because, like I said, they are a reflection of me when they are out there serving my clients and our guests. And so we want them to feel good the entire time while they are there, from the time they enter until the time they leave. Um, you know, sometimes you might have to pull up a um, a worker and say a few things to them. And, and for the most part, I haven't had no problems. I haven't had no problems. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the time I had, they never gave me no bad talk. They just, all right, I'm going to get it right. Let me get it done. And they keep it moving, you know. But I know before every event, um, I try to pray. We try to have prayer. And we just ask God to guide us through this event and that everything will be done according to his will. And when you pray and put God in everything in life, everything works out. And, you know, and that's how I just try to keep that habit going. Oh, good. Um, of course, I did the same thing. I had a beautiful staff. My staff, some of it was family, so I might have wanted to interject that as well. But you can say yes. something about that after I just say that. I'm just saying that I did have a nice staff, and I had a nice family. My family, of course, when my mother was alive in my family as well, everybody was supported. Everybody was supported. Right. Then yes. comes along, I had some <laughs> other artists, and I said, okay. I didn't say anything. I didn't do what you did. What I said, well, you know, this is a business, right? Very professional. But it is not running right. by itself. You got to pay the rent. So when I right. had, when I got the gallery and I would have affairs, I let them exhibit their work. Is that you know what I'm saying? But they mm-hmm. never gave me anything off of the sales. I didn't write no contract. I didn't do any of that. I thought we were friends. So that right. was my interjection into networking and working with people on your staff. There are some. Would you agree with that? That we'll do something like that? Mm-hmm. Yep, I agree. Um, and like you say, family, you know, you know, you you have to pick and choose. You know who are for you and who will help you and get you to that next level and not want to bring or drag you down, you know. So, you know, like I said, you just have to um, just pray on that situation prior to, you know, some people had to let go. You know, like like one person. But I think that's pretty good for the amount of years I've been in the business. Oh, yeah, me too. Well, I've been in business for over 30-some years doing different things. Wow. And, um, yeah. Yeah, that, that was a shock to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because I've never, yeah. you know, put contracts on people. Never. I figured that right. you don't have the same passion I have. I understand all that. I'm not, you know, you know naive enough to know that. You're not going to put it in what I put it. But I would think, like you said, under the godliness of it all, that you would give something. 
I mean, to say how you appreciate the fact that I let you yes. without any payment for space or anything, and then you don't do it. But it didn't make that much difference because God already told me. You know, I talk to him all the time. He said, you need to get rid of them. He don't even go through no, thou mm-hmm. art to get rid of them. You know, he doesn't do none of that. He doesn't mm-hmm. get rid of them. <laughs> right. And, and so, so he, he, he time. <laughs> I couldn't believe, like I said, I've been, been to 30 years, that I would have to come up with something like this. And that's another thing. I don't know, not you, but there may be people out there that want to get it. You've got to be very careful about the people that do choose to bring into your business because... They not be may not have the same passion you do for your own business, you know. Exactly. Yeah. I think before you said you ran a trial as to uh, what people like and everything. Now, did you do a cost factor with that? Like I said, you're going to give a trial. Let's say you have a small business and you want to start. Don't have to be food. Don't have to be art. It could be if you're doing, um, let's say, arts and crafts, and you want to open up an arts and crafts little thing. How much time and money do you think you ought to spend on something like that? Just running a trial basis to see if, how many people you can really get that's interested. But like an, you, you say like no matter what the business might be, yeah. Like you know, so you just got to take it. So I tell everybody, whatever you choose to do, study your craft. Okay, say so what do I what do I want to do? And so if you say an arts and crafts, and then you thinking, okay, am I going to have a location? Or is this going to be outsourced? Am I going to come to them? So you're taking all these things in perspective, and then you say, okay, so what kind of art? I know a lot of people doing like the um, what is the paint and sip cards, you know, which yeah. is a nice business to do. A lot of them come to your home. So they taking out the part, the factor of having a location. Um, so they just going to different people homes and doing their art party, and so they have to get all their um their boards, their papers, their paint pencils and everything like that. Of course, get the wine, and then they're giving the people a set price, and they're making out pretty good. So, you know, something like that, you know, I don't think it will of money um, to get started, you know, but you still want to have that available, um, you know, once you start doing your business and you start um, saving and getting your money built up and say, you know what, I want to start to have my own little location and start having my own parties at my location. Then you're going to move up. So it's like once you have your goals within your business plan and say, okay, this is going to be my my first year goals. This is what I want to do. I want to start going to people's homes and start doing art parties or arts and crafts. Or you can just even look into, like, um, recreation centers. You know, I know I think about my daughter. She does sewing. So she has wrote her business plan, and now she gives it to different companies that have, like, recreation centers and things for children, activities, and she market herself that way. So mm-hmm. it's a low-cost business in that aspect. They just have to probably pay for their personal pack of sewing supplies and get it done. You know, so her time, it's her time. You make sure you get your money for your time. Make sure you get your money for your arts and crafts. You know, or some people may do it as a volunteer type thing, you know, right. or nonprofit. It's so many ways mm-hmm. that you can get out there, you know, um, and get your business started. You know, it's it's a lot. And it's it's really good that you have those that many options. 
Exactly. And I'm glad you're mentioning all this because I mentioned all of that because, like I said, you and I, we know. I had, I, I am the activities director at, at a center, and I go around to different centers and do arts and crafts. But I wanted you to mention that because a lot of people now seem to be lost. They right. don't know what they can do. They have lots of talent. Because once I go to these centers, I just put up something on Facebook. I started a choir at the daycare okay. center. You know, everybody's in wheelchairs and everything. But it was the first choir ever at a daycare center. Oh, that's nice. And I also that do arts nice. and crafts. And I tell the people there, the director, I said, these are upscale arts and crafts. Thank you very much. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and they yeah, are. And that's a we can go idea. to the store to get it. It would be $60 or $70, like I did at Obama, Michelle Obama Couture. Plaques. Right. You know. And that's all on Facebook. But you're absolutely right. And like I said, people listening need to know, no matter what you think you can't do, you probably can do. And you'll get the feedback if it doesn't, you know, actually yeah. work. And you won't have to spend yeah. any money, just like you were saying, a lot of things that you can do. I know you mentioned before some of the things you do when you get ready to start. What advice would you give a young amateur and money? The loan part. Give me some pros and cons about that, if if there are any. Um, Trying well, to you I know, didn't... secure a loan. Okay, so I'm not an expert in the loans because I have not tried to get any loans. But my personal advice, I would say, you know, you got to definitely pay your bills on time and try to, you know, make sure your credit is good. A lot of people think, I'm going to pay off these credit cards and close my account. No, don't close your account because if you close your account, they're going to feel like you're irresponsible. So you pay your bills and just don't use it or pay it and then um, knock out that bill. They're going to say, oh, okay, this person likes to pay their bills. So that's number one, to make sure you pay your bills on time and try to build that rapport. So when you do go get a loan, because that's the number one thing they're looking at, is this person you're absolutely pay right. bills, mm-hmm. you know, and what resources and how long they've been in business so they can try to pay these bills back. You know, um, I tell people it's a show. Um, what is it? Shark, shark Tank or something? Shark Tank, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good show I to watch show. if you're trying mm-hmm. to get your business. Yes, you know, get your, try and get your business started. They give you some good pointers. You know, I just watch it and like, okay, all right, that's not what to say. That's what to say or, <laughs> you yeah. know, different things like that. So it's, um, it's a lot. So I would say just pay your bills. And just try. Write your business plan up. If you're not a pro at writing business plans, they have lots of people that are pros um, at writing business plans. You can Google everything. You got to think about back in the day, we didn't even have Google. Like everything is at your fingertips. So if you Google how to write a successful business I mean, business plan, trust and believe it's going to give you some good pointers on how to write that um, successful business plan. So it's very important that... Um, you know, you can find all the resources and stuff like that at the tip of your fingers, you know. So and like you say, mm-hmm. yeah, if that's, what, if that's the route that someone want to choose, I say try it, you know. Or if you have equity in a home, that's another route as well. Um, but like you said, if you can just build that capital and if you have other people that's into business and want to help you get it to grow, then you can write up a contract with some people as well. Is SBA still in existence, the Small Business Administration? I'm sure it is, isn't it? You talking about the SBA? Yeah. Yes. 
Okay. Because um, I know their number one question is, you got to have a good credit score. Mm-hmm. And they operate the loan programs offered by, you know, the U.S. government. But to qualify the loan, they say your business must meet some criteria, such as operating in the United States, you must qualify as a small business. What does that mean? So basically you have to be, like you said, operating in the United States and qualify as a small business. A small business is... What qualifies you for a small business? It doesn't go by how many people that you hire or, or what? Or the money? Yeah, sometimes it go by both. Sometimes they go by both. I'm not sure exactly how much um, money it is, but they do go by the amount of people you have working for you. They'll ask you mm-hmm. if you have like maybe five or less employees or four or less employees that can qualify okay. you as a small business, stuff like that. You know, um, and then as your business grows, of course, it'll be a larger business. But I'm thinking that number, if the last time I remember, I think it was either eight or five. Right. Okay. But like I said, money is probably, I mean, good credit record is, is the most most important thing. Now, yeah. um, you've already got your structure, and your structure is according to what's on your website. You know your caterer, you stick to that. What do you think about these people who jump from one thing to the other? Let's say you got Bobby Joe's tire company, and then over here, he's got a Pizza Hut, you know. <laughs> Right. So what do you think about that? Because I know some people who do that, and that's how they blow As a matter of fact, I had a girlfriend who did that. Extended well, jumped some from the money from one business and started another business, and she lost both of them. So what is your thoughts on that as well? My my thoughts on that, because I'm, I'm a multitask, and I'm all for ideas and different things. But we have to learn how to focus on one thing at a time. Sometimes we get so caught up, like, oh, I'm going to do that. Oh, I'm going to run and do that. And, and I can say that, that that has been me in the past. I'm a first. I'm like, oh, let me try this, and I'll try certain things, and, you know, it might didn't work. Or I'll keep on trying it. <laughs> but now that I've, I have the wisdom and the information that I know from past mistakes, I would recommend that someone focus on one thing at a time. If you know this is your passion and you know that you have a niche for this, Focus on it because you don't want to keep spreading your money all over the place. Now, after a certain amount of time and you say, this is just not going to work, I tried A, B, C, and D, then right. you might have to move to the next one. But just know that as an entrepreneur, that's what we do. We go through the risk. We are risk takers, you know. And so we you can't be afraid to go out there no and <laughs> Yep. <laughs> you gotta try. You gotta keep on trying. You get you get you yeah. fall down, you guess what? You better jump back up because um that's just part of the business. Yes you know? it is. But did you find it exciting? Because I know I still do. Uh even when I know I'm getting ready to do a portrait that's uh what, twenty four by thirty six, a very large portrait. I will not eat in order to buy my paints because some paints cost like thirty two dollars or two. But I know if I saw that painting for seven hundred to eight hundred dollars, the satisfaction of having done it and then get paid is worth all the pain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's worth it. We're going to take another break, Frida. We're going to be back, and then we're going to get personal, as they say. 
Okay, sounds good. Welcome back. This is Adele Banks, your host on Wish Upon a Star. And we want to let you know that you can reach us in our archives as well at bbsradio.com forward slash Wish Upon a Star in the archives. And listen to any other previous broadcasts we've had in the past four and a half, going on five years. We also welcome comments and suggestions. Email us at musicradio34 at gmail.com. Again, we look forward to suggestions, comments, and even if you know somebody would love to be on the show, email us at musicradio34 at gmail.com. You can also streamline the broadcast on any of our 50 affiliate stations at bbsradio.com forward slash affiliate. Dash Partners. We're going to return to our special guest today, ladies and gentlemen, Frida Shepherd Arrington, chef, caterer, entrepreneur of Ethnicity Caterers. Now, Frida, when I said we're going to get personal, we're going to talk about how in the world you do all of this, okay? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Having read your bio, and that is to include your beautiful yet large family, how does one manage time to do the many things required of a business, small or otherwise? Well, I definitely say family support is everything. <laughs> because without the family, I don't think I probably could do it. Um, and that includes not even just my immediate family, husband, kids. It includes my mom, cousin, sisters, you know. It all yeah. works out together what a good. And once you get those dates rolling and you know you got to do that catering job, that date, you be like, okay. So planning the all the way up into that date, getting your staff together and everything, having the babysitter on standby, you know, if you need one, you just make it happen, you know. So I say family support is everything. Oh, absolutely. Um, and like you said, when do you have time for yourself sometimes? But the family is the most important element because that's what makes the whole thing stick together, you know, what they yes. call that, that yes. link. That link means everything. Because they know you've got to stay up and fix something for the next occasion. They realize that, and that, that is a very important thing. And I think we're very fortunate to be able to have that around us. You are blessed. I feel as though I've Thank always you. been blessed even though I lost my husband and my son. But um, I'm so sorry. I'm still I'm still blessed. I'm still blessed because I have yes. a lot of people who look forward to the things that I do and I just get people who, who actually would do things for me, say, Okay, Ando, you can pay me later. Well I'll joke and say, Well we only I only pay a minimum wage <laughs> But these are the people you <laughs> right. meet around you and it makes you feel even more blessed. So what yes, are you appreciative definitely. about? How, you know, those are some of the things I'm appreciative about. So, 
You're blessed. Right. But that's what I'm. You're most appreciative about. Yes, and definitely, you are definitely blessed too. Um, and I am appreciative about um, first my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ because without Him, I'm absolutely nothing. I can't do anything without Him. I remember right, I used to always just try to do stuff without Him. You know, like I'm gonna make this decision. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. But it's like everything failed. Yeah, and I realized absolutely. I'm like. Yeah, I can't. We can't do it, you know. No. And the little caption I have on my um, business card: "I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me." I live by that, you know. Yeah. And I, I teach the kids about that, and that's so important to me. Um, God is the center of my joy and the reason for everything, and so I appreciate everything in my life, even things that don't go my way. I appreciate it because guess what? It wasn't meant to happen. You know, I might be mad for a minute, but I knew that God had something greater for me. You know, so I'm just appreciative. I love life. I love people. Um, and I enjoy just every moment of my life. And that's ever since I lost my um, my first husband. You know, mm-hmm. I, I don't, but we used to always plan for future events and different things like that. But like now, it's like, I enjoy every moment. I do moment by moment by moment. And if I feel like doing something in that moment, I'll do it. It's not a mind. I don't feel like it, you know. But I try right. to enjoy every every moment because every moment counts, you know. So, yeah, that's what I'm appreciative about. Right. And so do I. Plus, I have a, a, a sickness that um, God has brought me through five times, so... Uh, wow. Enough said about that. <laughs> so, you know, that's I'm a blessing. Just, at the very beginning when I found I had a talent, you know, I thought, oh, what would I yeah. have said? I know I would have danced on the pole. But anyway, I, I don't know <laughs> what I would have done. So, because I, I was never right. built to be dancing on no pole. So I said, well, good thing he gave me a gift. <laughs> Let him know what I had to do. So, oh, man, boy. Uh, uh, I know this is a ridiculous question that is ironic or whatever, but do you have a set-aside time of something you like to do beyond what you're doing, your business and the family, like like a hobby or advocation or something else? Do you have any time for something like that? I do. Um, You know, when I get off of work, I like to go exercise. You know, I might ride my bike. I might go to the gym, but that's my little me time, I consider, you know. Okay, Um, yeah. Yeah, I enjoy doing that. Shopping, of course. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I'm also working on a book. This will be my first book. So, God's willing, it'll be out next year. So, I've been working okay, on it. Okay, you make sure to you let know. me know because you'll be on the show for that. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> okay. So, I enjoy Most doing definitely. that. I enjoy traveling. Yes. Yes. Um, traveling and also um, doing motivational speaking. You know, yeah, me um, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, different women groups and things like that. So they all things that I truly have a passion for and that I enjoy doing. Excellent. Yeah, because people ask me, so, Andrew, when do you sleep? <laughs> oh, my goodness. They ask me that, <laughs> no, that too. I do, I do all of that. You know, I always got these other... But everything goes to the radio show, the DJing, the art. I did art parties and all of that. And I, it don't look like it's a lot to me, but everybody thinks it's so much. How do you do all that? But I do it in segments and categories, so it doesn't talk. Exactly. You know. What yeah, month you just put you everything in, in order. Ma'am? What month were you born in? In November. Oh, November what? 
Um, Terrence? Okay, that's why we're speaking so well. <laughs> What's yours? Seven. Oh, my goodness. Two of a kind. I don't know about that. Because I'm sure you're nice. You probably never mind. We're going to talk about that when we get off the phone. Because <laughs> I said, wait a minute. I had to wait until I get all the way down here. I said, ooh, that sounds like me. You know, right. I do exercise. I love to travel. I'm a, I've been a motivational speaker for the city when I was working for 12 years. Wow. And I do That's that amazing. now. And that when I go to the daycare centers, the first thing we do is prayer. And, Isn't you know. Nice? And we do the, the songs, you know, uh, how I got over and I'm blessed and all of that. So that's wonderful. Right. That's yes, wonderful. Yeah. Before wow. we get off the air, I want you to repeat everything for how people can uh, get you by your website. But uh, the other question was, what are the things you do to give back to the community? I know you said that earlier, that you do give other loans. So what are some of the things that when people have a business, you can either go to church and tell our church people about your business, but you need to do something in your community as well. So what are some of the things that you do? I know um, me and a couple of my family members, we started our little youth group 20 years ago. And so me and um, we're still doing it now. And it's been over 20 years. I look at my daughter, she's 25. So I've been doing it since she was in school. And that was Mm. four. And I just love the kids. So we have our little youth group, Youth on the Move. And we emphasize with the kids on how to be a should have, should have, would have, could have. Handle your business now. So we try to focus on helping our youth to be positive, hardworking, productive citizens. There's so right. much going on in the world with our youth. And just being able to help them cope. A lot of kids have a lot of mental yeah. illness going on, mm. a lot of stress, bullying. So we get out there. We try to get our kids together um, and just put them under our wing and try to do things with some positive things. Um, right. right now we about to get them going. We're doing our first camping trip. And so we're, um, we got about 35 children that we're taking camping in June. And um, I'm just showing them there's so much more than just home. You know, um, the things that the news, yeah, the news say things and different. It's, it's so much more. And so we just want to get the kids out there. We're going to be swimming and hiking and um, they have fishing. We're going to stay the whole weekend, let them set up the fire and, you know, just talk and fellowship. And we even going to have some youth, um, you know, some little breakout sessions where the guys and the girls have separate meetings and they get to talk to the guys right. about whatever they want to talk about exactly. and the girls. And, um, and just let them know that you can do this, you know. I tell everybody, I'm city-raised girl, born, you know, been living on North and Greenmount since the fourth grade, and I think I did pretty good, you know. Yeah. You can do this. Yeah. You know. Yeah, okay. You so All right, important. I am overjoyed with this conversation. Overjoyed. Okay. They can get on the website and also to get your information. So basically, everybody, you just go to, um, can they phone you as well? Yes. yes. Okay. Let me say the number. Okay. The phone for Frieder and her catering service and assistance, ladies and gentlemen, 410-961-9200. Email 
is ethnicitycatering01 at yahoo.com. We're signing off now, Frida. I want to say thank you right. very much. And don't forget, put me thank down you. for the other two shows with me for the policeman and when you finish your book. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Okay, thank God you so much. You. I really appreciate right. it. Okay, and I'll talk with you again. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Wish Upon a Star, your host, Andy L. V. Banks, with our special guest today, Frida Shepard Arrington, chef, caterer, entrepreneur of Ethnicity Caterers. Again, our deepest appreciation. And please look for all of our other shows on the archive live. God bless and talk with you the next time. As they say, see you on the radio. Bye-bye.